All right. So should you give your child rewards or treats while you potty train? Ooh, this is a controversial topic. Depending on who you listen to, you might hear different recommendations. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing candidly um, my own clinical recommendations as well as just my practical experience as a mom of two kids uh, who I've potty trained, right? So um, before we dive into into this topic, I just want to share that if you are watching around or listening around the time that this episode went live, then I will be teaching a live potty training class where I go through the ins and outs of potty training, including how to prepare your child and you for the journey ahead, step by step, how to get it done, uh, plenty of troubleshooting um, help as well as live Q&A so that you get your specific question answered. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I am super excited about the class. I hope that you will join us. Um, you can go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash potty boot camp for all of the details. And um, if you are watching on YouTube, the link will be down in the description. Okay, so let's dive into the episode. So first of all, let me back up and talk about positive reinforcement because essentially what rewards and treats are, are a form of positive reinforcement. So in the, not, I don't want to use too much <laughs> behavioral psychology psychobabble, but the layman's terms of what a positive reinforcement is is anything that is added to the environment um or changed or just kind of added to the environment i'll say it's in the um effort to make the behavior the desired behavior more likely to happen again so Different examples of positive reinforcement could be a verbal encouragement, which I'll talk about in a second, a hug, a high five, a simple smile, clapping, yay! Those are all forms of positive reinforcement. Also, another form of positive reinforcement is giving your child a treat, a reward, like a sticker or a toy, um, right after they've done a desired behavior. So when we're talking about potty training, this would look like um, after they go potty, after they go pee or poop, adding something to the environment to uh, encourage them to keep going, right? To make it more likely that that desired behavior uh, happens again. Now, I am a huge fan (laughs) of verbal encouragement or AKA praise, which has gotten some slack for I don't honestly understand all of it I do understand some of it but um there are proponents that say you know you shouldn't praise your child but I am a huge fan of praising or I like to say verbal encouragement for your child especially when we're talking about behavior and when parents or caregivers are struggling with quote unquote, air quotes here, negative behavior, right? Where they're struggling with a certain kind of behavior like aggression and they really want to see quote unquote better behavior. I am a huge fan of verbally praising our child uh, when they're on the right track, right? So that they know when they're on the right track and they're more likely to do it again because it's specific. Now, let, there's some caveats to this and I, I think this is helpful to kind of talk through as it relates to potty training. 
specifically but you can just keep this in mind in general parenting that when we do verbally encourage our child we always want to be sure that we are very specific right that we're not just saying yay or good job right that we're being very specific on what we actually liked so that our child knows right our, our praises should be educational <laughs> as i like to say right so instead of yay good job it's thank you so much for trying to go pee, right? Or thank you so much for helping me clean up the mess. Or I'm so proud of you for all your hard work. Or I love how you went potty all by yourself. Wow, right? I am so impressed. I am so proud of you. You should be proud of yourself too. Um, and you know, there's proponents that say that you, you're you kind of feeding their extrinsic motivation, meaning that they're more likely to seek that outside approval instead of finding that approval within themselves yes and I agree with that to an extent and I do agree with highlighting and reinforcing um, you know finding their own sense of pride in themselves right you should be like saying things like wow you must feel so proud of yourself for doing that right I think I think we can accomplish um, our goals using a balance of both I don't think you know banning verbal praise is what is necessary i think as long as we're being um, balanced about it i will say you want to be careful not to over praise your child right you know you um because then that can lead them to feel pressure right oh my gosh my mom is so proud of me my dad is so proud of me what if i mess up now right what if i make a mistake and then they're not proud of me anymore um so you always want to uh try to balance your praise with uh with also adding in a level of I'm proud of your effort I'm proud of your hard work you're not giving up it's okay to make mistakes thank you for helping me clean up right <laughs> so just making sure it's balanced and making sure you're just mindful of your overall energy that you're not putting too much pressure on your child to quote unquote perform right to do well uh and you want to find ways to celebrate their mistakes and and what i like to say is that's how you learn right so you know what i i'm proud of you though for trying right uh just yesterday it's fresh on my mind i'm, I'm teaching my uh five-year-old uh how to read and um she wanted to go for the goose style she wanted to go for just reading a uh book um even though we're doing this reading program um, and it goes step by step by things. She's like, I'm ready to read a book. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then she soon found out it was really hard for her. But I praised that she even tried, right? That that she was willing to give it her, her best and that she was willing to try and make mistakes. And so that is what I highlighted to her throughout. You know, she felt frustrated and I was like, I totally understand. Okay, I don't wanna digress um, too much, but this is all related because potty training there's a lot of ups and downs, right? Our learning is never linear, right? We're never going from, all right, it's time to potty train. All right, you're successful, <laughs> right? Um, it doesn't work like that. And so it's gonna take a lot of bumps along the way. It's gonna ebb and flow. Their progress is gonna ebb and flow. And so just making sure that your form of positive reinforcement goes with their ebbs and flows and that it's encouraging overall. So I'm a huge fan of using verbal praise throughout the potty training journey. Um, and then, you know, making sure your nonverbals are matching too. So you're actually smiling, right? And you're clapping and you're just genuinely happy, of course, right? We want to make sure that everything is aligned, if you will. But let's talk about 
Let's talk about the realm of rewards and treats. So I'm thinking M&Ms and toys and stickers. Um, And so here's the thing about rewards and stickers and all of that. I think that it's completely up to you. (laughs) You might not wanna hear that. You might wanna be like, but Dr. Jasmine, just tell me, should I do it or not? I think it's completely up to you, your style, right? Because you might hear me talk about rewards and you might cringe a little bit and be like, oh, I'm not uncomfortable with that. Or you might hear it and you're like, I think that'll actually work. And now I'm feeling guilty because somebody else is telling me not to do it and now I'm, I'm conflicted and I don't know. I like to leave it up to the parent. And that's because one, every parent is different or caregiver. And also every child is different. What motivates a child, uh, one child is gonna be completely different than what motivates another. And you'll see these differences between your children as well as you do this whole potty training journey, right? Um, and so I don't think it's detrimental to use treats uh, I'll speak about treats specifically right now um, in terms of uh, helping with the potty training process. Uh, treats can be extremely effective for some kids, okay? Not everybody. Um, so, uh, for example, what you might do, and this is what we did, was we used one M&M for pee and two M&Ms for poop. Um, the thing about treats is you want to make sure that they are super small, okay? We're not giving them a big candy bar after they went pee, <laughs> because keeping in mind that this needs to be something that is sustainable and that they're going to pee throughout the day multiple times a day multiple times in an afternoon so it needs to be reasonable in size so one m&m is sufficient don't don't feel like you have to give them this big treat um also keeping them involved and you know what what do you want are you excited do you want like m&ms you know and keeping them involved and you know picking out the certain treat of course making sure that it's nothing that they're going to choke on and that it is safe for them to eat um and then you want to gradually phase all rewards um even verbal praise right in the beginning we're going to be super excited and yay and then after time right it's not going to make sense it's going to be very misaligned if we're super excited when they're already kind of mastering this right so then what you're looking for and i'll speak to treats specifically right now you're looking for as they get as a master let's say just consistently sitting in the potty or consistently going potty when they sit there, right? As they're mastering that, then you wanna make it harder for them to get the treat, right? Because it's just, it's not going to aid them in learning more skills if we if we stay at the same level. So as they're mastering that skill, just be keep in mind, okay, what's something that I can kind of raise the bar, but you wanna do this gradually and always keep them informed, right? So for example, us, uh, you could make it um, that they need to initiate going to the potty in order to get the treat or whatever, right? Or just going a longer amounts of time without having accidents or not having an accident in the whole day, then okay, right? So you just kind of gradually raise the bar, but um, you wanna look for mastery first before you raise the bar. And of course, keeping your child informed every step of the way. And what you, oh, that was loud. What you might need to do is um, use the reinforcement, whether you're doing just verbal reinforcement or you're actually doing rewards, um, use it gradually. So if they're really struggling with even just getting to the bathroom or even just sitting down in the bathroom, then that's going to be, that's going to be where you start in terms of rewarding. Yay, you sat on the potty. Here you go, right? And then as they get more uncomfortable, then you want to raise the bar. Okay, so you might have to start um, and not start right at, okay, you have to pee in the potty for you to get 
uh, reinforced, if you will. So hopefully that makes sense. The other thing that I want to say before I wrap up this episode is that rewards, well, first of all, let me go back to rewards and talk about stickers and uh, toys because some, some families use small toys. They go to the dollar store and then they give their child a small toy, let's say, if they poop. Again, I'm not against it, but just keep in mind that, especially for pee, it's going to happen throughout the day. So making sure that you can consistently do this (laughs) is really helpful, right? Because if you're not consistent with positive reinforcement, it really won't work. Um, And so just kind of checking in with yourself. Is this something that I can keep up with? Same with stickers, right? Can I keep up with this? Is this really reinforcing to my child? Often you'll find after day three, day four, they've lost interest in stickers. Um, I really would start with with M&Ms or something small and then kind of see where your child is if you're thinking about going that route. Um, and again, this is very short term. This is the first couple weeks of potty training and you are gradually tapering this off. This is not a long term strategy. <laughs> okay. The other thing that I will say too is that you want to make sure that whatever reinforcement you're doing, it comes directly after the behavior. So it's not going to be effective if you're like, yay, you pooped in the potty and now you get your favorite dessert for dinner right that's too uh there's too much time that's gone it's not going to um aid in the learning so you have to make sure that whatever it is that you've decided you're going to do that it comes directly after the desired behavior in order for it to be effective and again you have to be consistent every time (laughs) and the caregivers ideally in the child's life are aware and on board with whatever Um, approach that you're using so that the child, you know, it feels predictable, it feels consistent across settings. Um, And also just keep in mind that this is just one small piece of the potty training journey. So if you're finding that maybe you try this out and your child is still struggling with potty training or they are really resistant or there's a lot of accidents and backsliding, um, that maybe there's something else that's missing um, be sure to check my video on the developmental signs of readiness because maybe one one hypothesis is that they're not developmentally ready for the whole potty training journey. So be sure you kind of go through that checklist and make sure in fact your child is ready because that could be one possible reason why you continue to struggle despite um, trying the positive reinforcement route. And if you are listening around the time that this episode goes live, be sure to join, uh, my live potty training class because I will include plenty of Q and a so that you can get your specific question answered. You can also listen into other people, other parents questions, because commonly we, we have a lot of the similar questions and you're like, Oh, Yeah, I was wondering about that too. I'm so glad they asked. So go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash potty bootcamp for all the information on how to uh, sign up for the class. And I hope to see you there. All right, that is it for this episode. Let me know um, down in the comments if you are watching on YouTube, if you have any other questions. Also, for my podcast family, a huge shout out to y'all. Thank you so much for everybody who's left a rating um, and a review for my podcast. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are so sweet and I love you so much. And that is it for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.